0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and this is FT News. A new survey from the British Bankers Association reveals that a tiny percentage of their membership is supportive of the idea of Brexit, leaving the European Union would be damaging for virtually all banks according to their membership. I'm joined by Martin Arnold, our banking editor, and Laura Noonan, our investment banking correspondent, to talk about the topic. Martin, we've been talking about this for some time, and I'm sure right up until the referendum we'll continue to talk about it. But over the weekend, we've had a few new developments. Most obviously, we've had a poll done by the British Bankers Association among their members, which shows very few thinking that Brexit would be a good idea.
1: Yeah. So of those who responded, between 50 and 60 percent said they thought staying in the EU would be better for them and better overall for the UK. I think one bank said they thought it would be better to leave the EU. It was anonymous survey, so we don't know which bank. But I thought more interesting, perhaps, was that a lot of the banks said they don't have a position on Brexit and have deliberately decided, about a third of the banks have deliberately decided they don't want to take a position on this, which I think shows just how delicate a position British banks have been put in by the whole referendum debate because they don't want to alienate 50% of their customers potentially by taking a firm position. So
0: it's a bit like the echo of the Scottish referendum debate. Exactly. Laura, I mean, you've been talking to quite a few US investment banks about this topic. They are probably the most outspoken or have been up till now in terms of being anti-Brexit.
2: Yeah, I mean, the large US investment banks in particular have been the most vocal and some of them have done it in terms of giving money to the in-campaign. Others have done it in terms of making speeches and making comments. But even within those investment banks, it has become a divisive issue because there are some within those investment banks who actually don't agree with the idea of being this outspoken on it. They feel that there is a danger that actually having all these large banks on the side of the in campaign could do more harm than anything and they're concerned that basically people in the UK aren't going to like the idea of being told what to do by these large US banks who have a chequered past in terms of the bailouts and stuff. So I think that we may be seeing even the large US investment banks being a bit less public in their comments as we come closer to the vote
0: yeah it's interesting also interesting over the last few days there was a letter wasn't there from the out campaign which amassed i think 250 signatories in all but it was a fairly underwhelming list and very few bankers if any active bankers actually on the list i think the biggest name martin was mike gagan the former head of hsbc
1: yeah he has really disappeared off the map in terms of the UK banking scene since he left HSBC, what was it, uh, five, six years ago? Yeah. And he's reappeared, to put his name to this letter. Lord Blackwell, chairman of Lloyd's Bank, has also publicly come out and said that he thinks Britain would be better off outside of
0: the EU. Interestingly, he wasn't on the letter this time. He just has made those comments and stressed they were in a personal capacity in the past but yeah. uh, even, yeah. he's gone quiet on this now so. No.
1: <laughs> so I'm trying to think of other bankers who have stated publicly their position I think the vote leave campaign has collected quite a bit of money from the financial sector as a whole, particularly, we think, from hedge funds and asset managers rather than banks. I think banks are worried about the uncertainty. And that was reflected in today's comments from the Financial Policy Committee of the Bank of England, which didn't talk about Brexit per se. It just talked about the uncertainty around the referendum and said this was now the biggest risk to financial stability in the UK. And it said that UK is particularly vulnerable because of its high current account deficit to funding pressure. So if there was a rise in risk premium, they talk about, as a result of all this uncertainty over the future of the UK's membership in the EU, that could push up risk premium. Therefore, it could be more expensive for the government to borrow and to fund this current account deficit. But also then the knock on effect would be that it become more costly for businesses and households to borrow as well. So the message being you, Mr. Consumer, or you, Mr. Businessman, could become more expensive to get a loan or a mortgage. And especially if sterling weakens as well, and interest rates have to go up as a result of that. So they're painting a, a fairly clear picture that the uncertainty around the referendum is bad for the city and bad for the banking sector.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts.